Hello, everyone. Welcome once again with Under the Brolly. We're back again. Week three of Idol. Week Episode three. four of Under the Brolly. I'm excited. I know. all of This is the thing with Drag Idol. All of the weeks just seem to blur into one long week. Oh, I feel like it's still mid-February, love, but it's almost mid-March and that is absolutely terrifying. Now, we're not competing this year, but are you feeling the fatigue yet? Honestly, I am. And just being around some certain contestants as well that are still like, in the competition, it's so... Like draining and I can't even imagine how they're feeling. Very much so. Like So have you have you been Mia? I've been really good. Now I do have to say that I missed Idol this mm. week. Not because I wanted to, I didn't want to come. Mm. Very last minute I was called in to cover at Bobby's, so I made my Bobby's hosting debut this Sunday. And, which was uh, very exciting. Little half an hour I caught. Very well very well done. Thank you very much. It's very much. good. I enjoyed it. It felt nice to be up there. Yeah. It, Looked, looked correct. Yeah, looked correct. <laughs> now, uh, it's it's a short week this week, which is quite good. God, knowing how much we rabbit on. Yeah. So what I think what we're going to do is this week we're going to just bang idle out the way with get it covered, and then I think we should talk about our experiences in Teams Week because we had different, probably quite different experiences, yes. both, both exciting <laughs> and both interesting, but different. Yeah. Well, it sounds good to me, my love. So obviously, this week was. Teams week and the theme was iconic duos. Iconic duos, a lot of them, lot to choose from. Oh so god, a, yeah, it's like a good theme. A few when I heard the theme, I was thinking like Tom and Jerry, Mario, Luigi, and then obviously certain things, certain ones that were done this week. But a really good theme, I think. I would have loved to do this one. So you would have gone down the more cartoon route. I think so. I think because I work the yard with Stacy on Tuesdays, and I said to her, "Imagine Tom and Jerry," and she was like. That is amazing. Fact, like, yeah. So I think, much I to think do if that, this... all of the slapstick comedy. Yeah, literally, like, you could do the entire number silent. That's actually a really but... good idea. And that would lend itself to not having much time to lip sync. Because mm-hmm. Tom and Jerry don't, don't talk either. So that's calm. Stace said that if we were in Idol, then if we got this theme, we, we would have done that. See, if it was me, you know me, I would have gone down some sort of iconic horror. Oh, God, yeah. Absolutely. With the team, I think the parents were really good this week. Yeah. Really. On paper, a lot mm-hmm. that could work really well. Yeah. And the fact that they were all picked randomly out of a bag as well. Really, really good parents. Plus, the bat, all of them seemed pretty happy with it. There, wasn't, yeah. there didn't seem to be anyone that wasn't, mm-hmm. wasn't vibing. Plastique mentioned at the start of this week that she thinks that certain people could have learned from each other. I agree with like, that. Like, can, can bring out certain traits, which, as we'll get to, really did like really happened and it was it was a really really fucking good night of idol mm-hmm. really good so sad i missed it but excited uh, to talk all about it because oh, i have watched yeah. the video back oh yeah it went live again this week so we could watch it straight away the live videos are so helpful mm-hmm. so first we had cherry and elastique i love a lot of cherries what a camp name oh, that, i know i heard i heard the names when i watched the live mm-hmm. video back and i was just like oh that's good is it, 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 it that's good so Cherry and Ella chose Christina and Cher from Bella. It's a good choice. Gorgeous. Because, I mean, it's probably two of their favourite movies. They're both dancers. Cherry's a dance teacher. Ella goes to uni for dance and theatre and just all all the theatrical things. Incredible parent. Like I said, they were mine on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Well, last Wednesday. They worked, worked so well together. Like, they really enjoyed their, each other's company. It was it just flowed so nicely. It does make a difference when the pair get on straight away because mm-hmm. it just makes that creative process so much easier and that translated to the stage. I could see 
how much they were mm-hmm. enjoying the performance. And it was nice to see Cherry looking a lot more confident. Yeah. Visually, like I was looking and I couldn't see the nerves mm-hmm. in the same way that I saw them in her last performance. Me too, yeah. And, and it was nice to see Ella the same. She yeah. seemed a bit more confident with it. And I think what happens as well, they've got similar sort of backgrounds in, obviously in, in the dance experience, like, like dance and theatre and stuff. And I think that also helped them connect in the number and even as people as well. And I will say it's like for drag queens are so used to working solo. Mm-hmm. So I think working with other people, it's it really pushes you and it tests you. It pushes you and tests you. And drag queens, we all tend to be a bit... Uh, Egotistical. And one we like things. Stage. Yes, like to take center mm-hmm. stage. This is my moment, not mm-hmm. yours. But you have to find a balance with Team uh-huh. Sweep because if you don't, the performance is going to suffer. And I didn't see yeah. that with Cherry. Yeah, and I saw them wanting to elevate one another. Yeah, and they nice. both had good amount, good amount of the number that was their own, good amount of the number that was together. They both had funny moments. Like it, it was so equal. And as well, I, I also, going back to Cherry's confidence, I did at the end of the week, I I, I went to Ella and I thanked her for helping Cherry come out of her shell because she really did, like, I've been fucking trying for months now with Cherry. Fucking believe in <laughs> yourself, kid. Jesus. I know. And, We've all tried. The judges tried it last week. Yeah. And it did seem to, like, yeah. she seemed like the boot was firmly up the arse. Like, she oh, seemed gotcha. to have a bit of a kick and was like, okay, I need to pull my shit. And she had a lot of fun with it as well. And as did Ella. And... She did message me during the week and was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna sort it out this week. Yeah. I, I don't think she wanted Auntie Mia to be mad at her. No, definitely not. Or mummy. And we definitely weren't. So yeah, they, they did they did burlesque and uh Who was who? I know who was who. Well let's talk about uh, it. Ch- uh, Cherry was Shaq, um Ella was Christina. Fabulous. Looked incredible, the both of them. Very accurate. Cherry came to your show a night with mm-hmm. um before they started Idol. And I remember looking at her makeup and I didn't connect the dots, even though I knew yeah. the what the concept and what they were doing. Mm-hmm. And I remember looking at Cherry and thinking, Eee she looks like Cher. Yeah. Like she even <laughs> changed her makeup, she did a more rounded eye, like the details were so on point. Ella as that well. That was her own hair, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She, Ella, yeah Cherry used her own hair because she's got lovely, long, dark hair. And, like, and a beautiful hairline. Oh. Some of us can't relate. Lucky fucking can. <laughs> um, Ella looked incredible as well. She, she did. Very Christina. Very Christina. And a good, it like in the film, a good juxtaposition between the two of them. Mm-hmm. Like, what, like it was a yin and yang. Like, it, was, mm-hmm. it was perfect. Uh, the number was really funny and well edited. Obviously, I, like, I didn't, like help them with it but like i i was there you know as like the me guiding gu- 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 a bit of guidance uh, and I, th- I thought it was a banging number i wouldn't I, I wouldn't say it was their best ever number that they've done mm-hmm. i wouldn't say that no but i think it was for teams week i think it was strong yeah but i have seen seen them perform better separately but that's natural mm-hmm. because you only have a week mm-hmm. to work with someone that you've never worked with before yeah. on a number because that was number. i'm gonna guess both of their first times working with another drag queen in a, in a performance and there was a lot in there there was a lot of choreo mm-hmm. and there's a certain one thing that i want to commend Elleron is there's a certain art to doing things wrong but right yes so yeah. she did the whole choreo thing at the start of her learning and not being able to do the choreography yeah. But it didn't, even though it was, in quotation marks, bad, mm-hmm. it didn't look clunky, it yeah. didn't look shitty, it looked like profession- well, like professionally, professionally done, done. Yeah, that makes sense. And, I, and, and as well, when she walked on stage, well, when Ella stumbled on stage, Switch kind of just went, <gasps> and yeah. 
everyone around me was like, oh my God, she's out. She tripped for the first time. And I thought, was that meant to happen? Yeah. And then there was me in my head. I was like, I, I'm probably the only one in here that was knew that was meant to happen. And I was sat with Stacey actually in, actually in the pig pen with everyone. And I kind of nudged her. I went, that was supposed to happen. She goes, oh, okay, I get it. And I, but yeah, the whole of switch was kind of just like, <gasps> hearing everyone's reaction. The audible it gasped. Worked. It worked. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, like I think I think it was a really really great number, and they should both be really proud of proud of themselves. You know, a bit fortunate. I mean, they weren't the best of the week, mm-hmm. but they also weren't the worst of the week either. One thing, and this is me jumping ahead a little bit across the board. I think everyone did well. I don't think a single person had a bad number this week. No, I think they were all good numbers. It was just a case of I feel like it's getting to that good. point in this year's Drag Idol where the judges are having to split heads, literally, pull very much like our yeah, yeah. When it was like any minor slip mm-hmm. could be that could make the difference between you being in the top or in the bottom. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. But yeah, what were the critiques like uh, so the critiques were obviously Cherry's confidence came out. They wanted more choreo at the end, mm-hmm. which I kind of agree with. And originally there was more choreo at the end in the track. They wanted to put a little bit of express in there. Okay. But obviously it was just it was show me how you burlesque in there but they wanted a bit more and um, but outside i'm so like, glad that cherry had the most iconic quote from that movie mm-hmm. and wagon wheel watusi the entire array of switch said it as well if you can hear it a little if bit that in the hadn't background. been in the number i would have battered cherry i would have battered ella and then i would have battered you fair enough honestly because like, it's iconic i was called that really at good. least weekly mm-hmm. it's it's, it's, it's an iconic line and as well as the slap out, the snap out of the bit as well. Yeah, but out of that it. was Ella's idea. And I sound the... just a bit like Trixie Mattel doing John Cusack doing Cher. Fucking hell! All of my impressions seem to just gradiate into one. Yeah, when I do John Rivers and Kim Woodburn, it kind of oh, like, oh god, <laughs> and like it, it goes a little bit from John Rivers. You come to fashion police. No, it goes from Jennifer Coolidge to John Rivers to Kim Woodburn. It's nice. Oh god. Belf! Right. But going off on one of Welcome to Mia and Leila's impression hour. Welcome to Snapchat, <laughs> everyone. But yeah, the critiques were overall great, but and again, they started the night, which is hard to do, and they set the tone, and they set the tone very fucking well they as did. well. It was a good start of the show. They got the crowd up, energy up. Everyone was already excited because mm-hmm. it's such an intense week of Idol. Very But long. they set the room at such a light-hearted good tone and it was really really good um but obviously it it was one of the less good numbers of the week because it was not bad the only all. the only critique that i would probably give is both cherry and ella are very nice girls mm-hmm. they're like the you know the the quintessential the, nice girls in the movie yeah. and i got the impression that they were wanting to do their best but not overshadow one another Mm -hmm. and while i don't think in a team's number you should overshadow your partner Mm -hmm. intentionally you should also keep the level up to the best of your ability and it's just up to your partner to elevate themselves Mm -hmm. does that make sense i feel like i'm kind of completely yeah i feel like i'm kind of contradicting myself with the whole elevate your partner but also Mm -hmm. try and basically bring the best out in each other yeah yeah, and I just felt exactly like they could have said. pushed it a little bit more. Because mm-hmm. I think Plastique said, I mean, at this quote might be wrong, but they said that Ella brought out the confidence in Cherry and Cherry brought the, was it the polish out in Ella? Or cleaned it up or something? Something like that, yeah. Something like that, because 
there was some something in, in the night that I mentioned polish they brought such good qualities out in each other and it was i mean i, I genuinely think it was a very good number i, I really agree. do moving on we had saturn and dildo well spongebob and patrick i know again not not a, a an idea that would i would have necessarily expected Neither. from them and the judges commented on like is it a, the, the idea or... of is it an iconic duel but then who are we to decide what's an iconic duel to yeah. you because i did kim woodburn mm -hmm. last year and some people might not consider her an icon yeah. she is anyone who oh, disagrees is wrong however absolutely <laughs> is yeah spongebob and patrick not something i would have expected mm. from the two of them but i'm so glad they did it they too like there were certain details that weren't pointed out that really annoyed me uh -huh. like i mean they didn't really I, saying that the look was on point. all this week they didn't comment on anyone's looks, which annoyed me because it's like mm -hmm. certain details were so perfect. Dildo's tits being square. So stupid. Square sponges. So ridiculous. Like, but Dildo, what? what more should I come to expect from you, you idiot? I like, loved it. Saturn's bodysuit being fully pink. The the Patrick's like she had the like, star the, the star details on, yeah, the, on the, the tits, on the tits and, on the, and the nanny. <laughs> the underwear set was a neat like neon neon yellow. And what I love but, about again Saturn the the ability to make something so silly as Patrick look so cunty uh, and so drag. I so little fact about me. I turned into a raging lesbian when I got into drag and. The way I just wanted to grab Saturn and eat their face last night. Fair. Well, Sunday night. Fair. They looked incredible. So as well as Dildo. Like, Dildo looked really, like, fucking cute and pretty. And, oh, it was it was incredible. They, but they looked perfect. The number, as well, was so good. So what the whole thing was, they were, they kind of took one thing from Spongebob when mm. Patrick's in the strip boots and yeah, that. Uh -huh. like, they took that one idea. It's like when Ella took that one little bit of Corella and made a whole number about it. Isn't it so, not weird, but strange how meme culture and mm -hmm. drag culture have sort of like infiltrated one another. Mm -hmm. I think it, I like, it, it lends perfectly because it's, it's... Oh, absolutely. It's, like, how many times it, have you put like a meme or a, like a vine moment in a, a vine yeah. moment in a number like we've all I've done it times. and i've I don't think it's something that people really acknowledge i've actually taken do. like iconic videos and stuff and made an entire number about it i mean i've done a number about the monet and vivian video mm -hmm. halves on the bag thing like i've actually <laughs> done an entire number about that which i will be doing again soon because i fucking love that number but it's it's so nonchalant and so like they just lend themselves so well to each other and I love that about Dildo and Saturn is that they put these details in there and like draw enough attention to it, mm -hmm. but don't overdo it. It's like fun yeah. little Easter eggs mm -hmm. for people to sort of like discover. Because I didn't notice Dildo's square tits straight away. Oh, the minute I walked the switch and I, I noticed the I looked at I looked at Dildo's tits, no tits. <laughs> and I was just like you have square sponge tits. It was, <laughs> it, was fun. it was amazing. They did the choreo. Also, the choreo was tight. Oh, we'll, we'll get to well it. Done. Well done, girls. One week to prepare. Mm -hmm. There was a lot there. Yeah. And Dildo did this thing where she and Saturn like, did this like jump sideways thing mm -hmm. while they were squeaking their tits. Yeah. 
The squeak of Dildo's tits when she squeaked. Oh. And it, it made me piss it myself was a little bit. two seconds, but it was so funny. So funny. So stupid. Um, So that whole storyline was, obviously, Patrick teaching Spongebob to be a stripper because Spongebob had been sacked from the Krusty Krab and wanted a new career, career path. And they Also, said, it seems correct that Saturn was teaching Dildo how to be a stripper. I mean, it just kind of lends itself, doesn't really. it? Really. The two uh, are mutually exclusive. Mm-hmm. Like if, if I was to walk into, insert strip club name here, yeah. and was to see Saturn up there working the pole mm-hmm. in the pleasers, I'd be like, oh, hi, Saturn. I wouldn't be surprised. Neither would I. I I'd mean, be if, like, oh, if, yeah, that makes sense. If drag fails for your love, you know exactly what you need to do, which I don't think it ever will. So I'd call you a swift t- uh, 10 or a 20. Oh, why? I'd whack a five rapid purse and I'd stick in the tits. <laughs> The number as well, so, and then Patrick took Spongebob to booty camp. Hilarious. Funny, yeah. All, again, all the voice over things, mm-hmm. all dildo as well. Fabulous. With doing different voices, voice uh, changes. Dildo, I'm just going to come to you when I can't be arsed to, very, do, to make my mixes and just be like, Dildo, can you do us a voiceover, please? Literally just make me a mix. Oh, like, so clever. That could be a side hustle for you, girl. 100%. The bit at the end when, like, Spongebob had finally learned how to be a stripper. Nicole Scherzinger, Wet, started playing. I know. Again, how many queens have used that song? Oh, so many times. I want to do it in the summer. I've used that song. I want to get two pints of water <laughs> off my naked body and just dress myself in front of a brunch of white women. Fabulous. Make them so uncomfortable and just be like, oh, I'm going to be fantasy! <laughs> and Dildo ripped open their top to reveal the square tits. I'm going to keep going on about these, the sponge tits. Saturn went to the back, grabbed two soaked sponges, <laughs> and they just drenched themselves. It was so good. Like, oh, I honestly, I love this number so much. It was fabulous to watch. It was I'm really good. I didn't see it in person because I know how much I would have laughed, but I laughed just as much on the video. Yeah. The judges' critiques. Yeah. So I'm surprised. One of the main one was that dildo over sean saturn yeah and it seemed like a dildo number that saturn was in but i disagree disagree as well and there was so two things my eyes were drawn to dildo because dildo had the camp gags in there yeah yeah but my eyes were also i would say it was a 40 60 split Mm -hmm. i was 40 percent drawn to dildo this is no shade to dildo like she's incredible but 60% 60% of the time, my eyes were drawn to Saturn. I'm not mm-hmm. sure why. I don't know whether it was because she was visually more striking. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. I, that's... I'm a little bit of the opposite where I'm 60 Dildo, 40 Saturn, mm-hmm. because Dildo just has the most animated face. Oh, completely, yeah. Dildo is literally a walking cartoon. A walking like, cartoon. And, again, in my opinion, one of the best lip singers. Yeah, absolutely. Obviously. And Saturn's face wasn't as... His face wasn't sort of moving as much like the lip sync was down 100% but Saturn's face wasn't as animated as Dildo's which made Dildo's look a bit more the judges actually commented on Saturn's lip sync I remember that mm-hmm. and said that Saturn at times wasn't lip syncing and Saturn oh, really? yeah Saturn acknowledged oh, right. it on stage and was like oh yeah I totally forget sometimes that I'm supposed to be lip syncing and the reason I bring it up is because I do it all the time I get so into the number or so Mm -hmm. into the physicality of what I'm doing and the music and I forget that I'm supposed to be lip syncing Mm -hmm. I I didn't notice Saturn's Mm -hmm. lip sync going off or anything I I didn't in the video I didn't it wasn't until the judges brought it up Mm, fair because I don't I don't remember them even saying it but the thing that 
I was surprised at in the critiques was that the judges didn't expect the level of camp from Saturn. Yeah. Now, we all, and I understand they probably aren't as familiar with Saturn's performance work mm-hmm. outside of the competition. If anyone's going to be, it would be Pen- it would uh, be Pastique. Yeah. Then. But we all know how camp and silly and funny yeah. Saturn is. Like, my favourite Saturn numbers aren't the sexy, slutty ones. It's no, the stupid it's, ones. Yeah. Saturn does this incredible Pink Panther number, uh-huh. which is one of my favourite drag numbers I've seen in a very long time. And people it's would probably so not expect Saturn to be the type to get down and dirty and no. grungy because they're so visually snatched and just polished and... but once you have seen satin doing live comedy mm-hmm. as linda Lichus, oh that one as well it completely changes I just your... so hope when they bring that back for live week next week uh I, I, I hope so oh my i don't God. know if it's gonna happen but fingers please satin is really good on a microphone mm-hmm. and also is just incredibly silly and goofy and camp mm-hmm. that's so like this is the thing we talked about it a little bit last week but i don't think we kept it in the podcast when we were editing satin is one of the most versatile yeah drag performers that i know absolutely performance and visually absolutely like they're constantly evolving constantly mm-hmm. changing it's a, a bit like it still remains satin somehow it's a bit like <laughs> it's a bit like Gaga. Like Gaga's constantly yeah. reinventing and changing having and new evolving and having new eras. And so I feel much. like that's constantly happening, Saturn. I completely agree. I agree. I agree. I also agree. I am in agreement with your agreement. Absolutely stunning. <laughs> Which bastards were next? <laughs> next we had Aria and Dixon. Oh my god, now, this was the, the toy box. Bottoms of the toy box. Hang on a second. What was Stildos and Saturn's name? Oh, uh, Team Drippin. Team Drippin, yes, naturally, because they were soaking wet. Makes sense. Anyway, sorry. Moving back to Ariane Dixon. Bottoms of the Toy Box. Camp name. Very. I mean, we we might as well rename the podcast to Bottoms of the Brolly, but... (laughs) (laughs) Where's the lie? Are you implying that I am not a Dom Daddy Top? Moving on. (laughs) Uh... (laughs) So yeah, Bottoms of the Toy Box lends itself to the number because they did Woody and Buzz which I think is low-key like one of those like Disney villain kind of vibes where it's sort of hidden like Mm -hmm. gay kind of I've never really thought about it I because I used to watch Toy Story so much as a kid and I watched like I watched it recently like but I feel like Buzz and Woody both give top energy yeah I feel like they don't I feel like they would just be sword fighting (laughs) or just giving each Giving each other a quick handy. A quick Andy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That was that was this week's Taylor Swiftly moving on. Uh, I make myself laugh, so I don't care. Yeah. So I'm not making you dinner tonight anymore, you can fuck off. I cannot with you. I'm jealous. No. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh, yeah. okay. Woody and Buzz. Woody and Buzz. Uh, the look was completely there. Aria looked so hot. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, I know the subject of... Lesbian! Breast... Oh, yeah. Ugh. I know the subject of breastplates can be a touchy subject, mm-hmm. but that was probably one of the most real, mm-hmm. in quotation marks, real looking... And as well, just want to point out, the first breastplate that we've had this year where there's not been a nipple slip. 
Uh-huh. True. Good for you, girl. She had, I was looking you. at the because she came to Bobby's um after Idol and I was looking at the bra and I was like, that's a good bra. That, that is, is that's a nice bra. That ain't no Primark shit. That's yeah. an MS special that mm. is. It, a nice bra. Probably uh, might have got it on sale. Because oh. you know, cost of living prices and all that. Oh right, definitely. But, um, yeah, the look was completely look there. was so there. She looked so hot. We were human hair unit divas that night. It was lovely. And it was clear that Dixon had again made the outfit. Made the outfit. So in a week, in a literally, and the details were so that the buttons on the outfit, she had a reveal from a skirt to pants. It was so like again, it wasn't the most well made thing, and you could see no, no. you could see the things, but I just don't credit where credits do. Like the amount of effort that goes into, like I I make my own shit as well, like and the amount of effort that goes into it, it's just it like it is a lot, and you know, I make an outfit like that as well. But you can't actually, you can't wear day to day mm-hmm. that you've literally made for maybe one performance. Like, fucking dedication. I know. How many times is Dixon going to do a buzz number? Probably not again. I mean, probably not I often. Mean, please do it again. I mean, Open Drags is Open Drags this week, so. One gag that I want to talk about, and it was at the start of the performance. Um, I think we're thinking the same thing. Yeah. So, <laughs> Dixon started pulling. Mm-hmm. Aria's like string that makes Woody talk in the movie, and it was just these weird like it, sound bites. It, was, in it was like the sort of it was the vine kind of orgasm sounds, the orgasm sound, and like a car like jolting, mm. like trying oh, to oh, stop. Oh, 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 oh. Yes, yeah, very that. It was so good. Like, and the fact that the fact that the string as well was from the crotch as well. Like, it came out, it was coming out the zip in the trousers. It was really fun to see Aria loosen up a bit. Mm-hmm. Completely loosen up. Because up until now, she's been very I would polished, stoic. very stoic, very put together. I, I mentioned it a little bit last week that it seemed like she wasn't really letting herself go. Mm-hmm. Was scared to look silly, maybe. Mm-hmm. So I'm so glad that Dixon perhaps brought out that silly side again another case of the sort of lending each other skills to each other yeah elevating each other and aria this is what i was saying about the polish oh wait no it was ella it was ella that cherry brought the polish out of mm-hmm. and it was this plastique said that aria helped dixon conceptualize and clean up the numbers and stuff yeah and it was it showed some because i could still see that dixon's input in the number like oh the, absolutely the, the orgasm the you can tell the car. way that the way that dixon constructs a mix mm-hmm. it was very much there i could see it yeah and then perhaps some of the more concise moments yeah, and the, that way, happened, the way it was the, edited the, the planning song the song choices i could see aria's influence yeah, in there an unlikely pairing in my opinion i'm not and this might be well. shady this was the only pair this week that i was like I yeah. don't know how this could go. So Danny Delonco and I were talking to Dixon outside Switch after mm-hmm. last week, and we gave them an idea that I think Danny had came up with, mm-hmm. and I was just like totally on board with the idea um, of them doing Dragon and the Wheel. Yeah, Danny and Danny and Plop. Danny and Plop from Drag Idol. Seventeen. And I thought with the comparisons that people are com- drawing between Dixon and Danny, mm-hmm. that would have been incredible. However. Yeah. However, Doesn't matter. I think they, if I think they did that, they would have said that Dixon hadn't changed, but Arya would have by doing plop. Yeah, because plop is fucking mental. Like yeah. everyone, do the, everyone do the click. Feral. Hello, plop. We know you're listening to this. Hope you're well, love. Thanks for the vape liquid. I do that click that you do all the time. Like, 
elbow on the knee. Click. Right. Oh, I'm not a hero! <laughs> God. We're just deafened everyone listening. Very sorry. Anyway, back to Ariane Dixon. I thought it was a very good number. Yeah, so good. Uh, was there any more gags in there? Yeah, they brought, probably was. They brought on um, Phoebe Lorraine, who has oh, now been on the she... Switch stage out of drag more than in drag. In drag, yeah. Phoebe's kind of everyone's... Good Judy. Like, good Judy. Helps everyone out in their numbers. And honestly, fucking icon. Work girl. Helping everyone out willingly mm, she's got such a good friend clearly i feel like Phoebe and keely are kind of neck and neck for miss congeniality yeah of this Absolutely. year's drag idol like i was talking to keely a lot yeah like uh, on sunday and looks gorgeous oh i want, I want that outfit girl another one i'd happily les off with absolutely such lovely girls great 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 friends same same yeah style. So yeah, great number. So fucking funny. So they brought Phoebe on as Andy. Yes, yes. And yeah. it was like, Andy's coming. And then <laughs> they would like fall to the floor, yeah. as they do in the movie, and then pop back up after Andy left, mm-hmm. and then would start engaging in the perhaps more homoerotic undertones of the movie oh, yeah. that you've pointed out to me, yeah. which makes a lot of sense now. And I think... It was probably Dixon that came up with the Lesanoff idea. Yeah. And then they ended up beating the shit out yeah. of Andy. Oh my god, sick. what had me creased was Dixon using the Demi Lovato soundbite. <laughs> I was just thinking, I'm about to beat this bitch up. <laughs> oh, it was so funny. So good. And, and with Dixon sort of like, not present sort of lip syncing, like, she's there, but she's also somewhere else when she's lip syncing. Oh, I feel like Dixon's focusing on going from point A to B to C. Yeah. She needs to know where she is mm-hmm. in the number, and I feel like that's perhaps where the lip sync suffers. Maybe, yeah. Because there's a lot it. going on. But just seeing Dixon just got, I'm about to beat this bitch up. It, it, well, <laughs> dressed as Buzz, like, oh. I know, coming really... from probably the nicest one in the competition. They're all, yeah. like, a lot of them are lovely, mm-hmm. but Dixon is honestly such a sweet And as well, I've heard as well, by being close to a lot of the contestants as a you, there's not really any drama this week no, as well, which is haven't really heard bad. any. Like no, I really yeah. thought it was going to come this, yeah, this week. Yeah, me too. And oh yeah, there wasn't really any drama. It was just you know someone being a cunt. But uh, oh. girl, <laughs> we're leaving this in because she knows she was. She knows she was. <laughs> but thing is, she's moved on a lot, and she, I consider one of, one of my best fucking friends now. Okay, fair. She knows she was. Like <laughs> I think, I think pressure just got the people, but yeah, like. I think as the years have gone on, there's less and less drama. Mm-hmm. Yeah, from what I've heard, there used to be a lot. Oh, a lot of drama. A apparently lot. 2020, 2021, apparently there was so much drama that year. But, you know, gag. And then there was like, pretty much non year, which was I just funny. can't be arsed. Neither can I. It's just like, have fun with it. I mean, I mean, it's hard to, and it's a pressure cooker of a competition. But, you know, at the end of the number, basically just outstanding critiques. Mm-hmm. They had... Did they have any standing ovations? They had... They had Plastic and Gladys on their feet. Fabulous. Oh, we also forgot to mention that we had some guest judges. Oh, shit, yeah. guest judge. Uh, War Gladys Duffy. Previous winner. Icon. It seemed correct. And I've got them being... I do like when they bring guest judges on for Dragon Idol because it's a different voice, it's a different point of view. Mm -hmm. And if there's anyone who is more well-versed in drag idol yeah. than Gladys Duffy. I'd like to meet them. The For only sure. person I would say other than Gladys is probably Stacey. Mm-hmm. Like, they love it and are, like, we love it, but they are Gladys, obsessed. Gladys is a drag idol in, like, Encyclopedia. Encyclopedia. Absolutely. She knows everything about idol. And a little, uh, you know, 
We might be having Gladys on the podcast at some point. Maybe. Uh, I've, had a, I've had a chat about her with it. And she's, uh, <laughs> she's a very, very busy woman, so we may have to go down to her and get her on. But she's she's very down. She's got a lovely house as well. After, after Actually, after this week of Idol, I went over Gladys' and we had a little afters. And it was we'll go to Gladys' house and I'll have a snoop for her medicine cabinet. Very that. Good critiques for Aria. Yeah, and... incredible. Some standard innovations. That, up until that point, everyone was like, they've got it. Mm-hmm. They've got it, and it was it was going to be hard to top that. It really was, and I imagine it's even harder to top Dixon. <laughs> that was something that was in the number. They both, but uh, oh my god, Woody yes. and Buzz both realised, oh shit, they they, like, they both bottoms. They put their bu- their bums together and were like smashing holes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I'm vile. I'm feral. You are feral. I'm rotten. You're Meryl today. I'm. <laughs> So, uh, so a, a little story on that. In the the house of where I live, obviously I live with Bonnie and Gloria, we have a few regular friends a around the house. Repute. Very that. We have a few friends around, so we usually have Harriet and Carly, two of our uh, drag hag friends. They're lovely. Total hags. Love uh, them. Angels, honestly. We have Cherry around a lot. We have Costa a lot. Mia a lot. I mean, Who? Mia might as well have a fucking key to this house up to this point. I know. If not, I'll just climb through the window. Pretty much. The first and we all have feral names. So we've got Geryl, Lelil, we've got Meryl, Beryl, Cherald, uh, Herald. I'm guessing that these were Gloria Love's idea. Oh, yeah. Of course. Absolutely. So, yeah, smashing number from Dixon and Aria. Going to be hard to beat it. Mm-hmm. And uh, did the next two beat it? Um... I wouldn't have said so, no. Me neither. So up next was Costa and Ruby. Mm-hmm. Team Ruby's Costa lot. Again, another incredible Again, movie. fabulous. I was watching it at home, and I think it's just because I'm an old lady. I did... <laughs> The penny didn't drop straight away, and I didn't get it. And then I was like, oh, yeah. it's just me being dumb. <laughs> and not really. Like... We all have the moments, don't we, love? We all have our own moments. But so they did Scooby-Doo with Daphne and Velma. Very good character choices. Really great. In recent years, turned into sort of queer characters, especially Velma. It was, I think, it was really recent, wasn't mm-hmm. it? There was supposed to be a hiss mm-hmm. in the movie. I think yeah. I saw a TikTok of Sarah Michelle Gellar talking about it. Yeah, and yeah, the Scooby Doo movie, which is iconic. Yeah, oh, one of my favorite movies. So good. Was actually supposed to be more like X rated or R rated or whatever mm-hmm. it is. And yeah, it just didn't happen. But I think the fact that they did that thing that we were talking about earlier, where you pull one thing yeah. from a subject matter and pack that into a number, it's very clever. And I think being able to do that as well and do it well is, it it shows you've got a good fucking brain and you've, mm-hmm. like, you're very creative. And those two are very yeah. much... This was the pairing that I was like, this is pretty perfect. So throughout the week, I did hear a couple of the ideas that were sort of floating about and... I am a little bit gutted that I didn't see one of the ideas that I'd I'd heard, which was uh, whatever happened to Baby Jane. Oh, with John Crawford and Betty Davis. Oh, so I can't. That would have been really good. I don't want to be in this chair, but you are, Blanche. You yeah. are in this chair. Oh, that would have been really. It would have good. been fabulous. I feel and playing to the judges. However, I still feel the oh yeah, Scooby Doo and Daphne Great. and Velma very good. Great idea. Choices. So they started out with the whole, you know, look at the clues, all this art, and then Velma lost her glasses, then she found the glasses, then she realised, oh, Daphne, and then started mm-hmm. having the lesbian moment, 
And then at the end, there was when just as about the, just as they were about to start, you know, knocking, engaging, knocking boots. That's the one. There was the Daphne from Fred, and that's how the number <laughs> ended. It was it was really clever, really good storyline, clear storyline as well. Their only critique was that the lesbian part of it, like you know, when they start when she got the glasses on, it kind of went on for a bit long, which I I do see a little bit. Because it was right. it was kind of you know soundbite song soundbite song so you sort song. of knew what was yeah like coming I, I in could, terms of construction of the number yes yeah yeah I could and I just think they could have fit so much more about Velma and Daphne in there mm-hmm. they could have developed like each of the characters separately whereas like it, it felt like a duo number the entire time which was good yeah which was it's supposed to be but I think develop the each individual character first. Which I think is what Ella and Cherry did quite well. Mm-hmm. Like you kind of understood who the, each character was solo, and you understood who they worked together as well. Which I think is why Ella and Cherry edged Costa and Ruby out a tiny bit. Yeah, I do see that, and I will say that I saw more of a characterization from Costa. I do as well. Yeah. So Costa, they're both incredible lip syncers, mm-hmm. but it seemed to me that Costa was doing a lot more work facially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She had the sort of It seemed like Ruby was thinking about it quite a lot. Yeah, so like... two of the I would say two of the two most important characteristics with Daphne and Velma. Daphne's very the girly girl, She's very like proper. Very proper, She's... but a little bit dim. Yeah. And I got that very much mm-hmm. from from Costa. And then Velma is, you know, very stern, very mm-hmm. smart, like yeah. gives off the air of intelligence. Mm-hmm. And in terms of the characterization, I didn't see the Velma isms yeah. from from Ruby. Yeah. Even when it came to the whole dropping the glasses thing, yeah. I feel like she could have made more of a deal, like getting mm-hmm. on the knees and like the shuffling about and Yeah, like if they maybe did that bit longer, a, a little mm-hmm. bit longer, and then gave Costa a bit to you know express the Daphne character instead of this like this the really long lesbian part. This is not me wanting to erase lesbians. I love lesbians, but you know, <laughs> le- honestly, lesbians are my favorite letter in the letter in the LGBT. I've I've noticed as well. A lot of my closest friends are lesbian couples, and I love it. Mm-hmm. Mine too, actually. Like, I can't. Well, lesbians are the guardians of the LGBT community. I feel absolutely, and absolutely. I know this is this is a very serious fact, mm-hmm. but. It goes all the way back to the 80s during mm-hmm. during the AIDS crisis when the only people that were really yeah. stepping the fuck up mm-hmm. were lesbian and queer women. Yeah, and a, a lot of... Taking the... care of all of the yeah, gay and trans people around, but... dying from AIDS. We love you, lesbians! But yeah, I think shorten that bit a little bit because there was, there was so much you can play on with the characters and I, th- I just think they missed, they just missed the mark a little bit with that. Look-wise as well, Costa oh, it was got the look yeah. down. But I think Ruby, again, looked amazing, but I didn't initially get Velma because... Yeah, I see was... what you mean. If they hadn't have been together, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have gotten Velma from that look. Yeah. It was a very drag interpretation of yeah. Velma, but again, wouldn't have, would it have made sense had it not been stood next to Costa's Yeah. Daphne? I think both the looks were great, but together, no. Because mm-hmm. I think 
either Costa should have done a, a dragged out version like Ruby did, yeah. or Ruby should have done a more traditional, traditional. look like Costa yeah. did. I think that there was a bit of a disconnect there mm-hmm. between the looks. One was very drag, one was very yeah. traditional, more more cosplay. Yeah, very that. Which and, is fine. Yeah. But, you know, communicate that with your partners. And yeah. Perhaps they did. They only had a week to And prepare. as well, this, I believe, were the only team that couldn't really meet up. I, I, I don't know if certain teams didn't meet up because, you know, distance, you know, work, availability, whatever. But this, these two struggled with the, you know, the this was the me and Stacey. Like, we couldn't yeah. meet up until the day. So the judges did pick up on that during the critiques. Mm-hmm. They were like, I think it was Plastic, plastic said like, they were yeah, a victim of, of geography. geography. Yeah. I was I've always been a victim since struggle of geography since yes, I've love. And Costa said it while they were talking about it on stage. Costa is at uni full time. Mm-hmm. Ruby has a full time job. Yeah. So it is really hard. And this is the commendable thing about drag artists during Idol mm-hmm. is you're juggling a lot. Yeah. And as much as we love drag and we love drag idol. Mm-hmm. Our lives don't revolve around no, it. No, it doesn't. Unless it's your full-time job. But... Unless it's your, unless you're a full-time dragoon, mm-hmm. then you've got other shit to contend with. Yeah. So I but, think they did a very good job yeah, considering. Considering they did a smashing job. Like, But again, I do think it was the weakest of the night, unfortunately. But, yeah, and again, it wasn't wasn't bad. No, it was just, it the, was just... The, le- the least good yeah. out of everyone. Yeah. The least but, good, I would say, as opposed to it was, it definitely was not bad. If this number was maybe another week or last year, would have been a fucking top tier. Or if it was in a show or literally whatever else, I wouldn't. Like, like, if I was sat watching that number yeah, at home, I'd, I enjoyed I'd, it. The show, I'd be like, it was calm. I enjoyed work. it. I laughed. Mm-hmm. Loved the look. Like, oh, loved, there was some funny mo- moments. Loved the lesbian storyline. I just, in terms of what it was stood next to, mm-hmm. didn't yeah. pay off. As and much. following a number like Dixon and Arias. Yeah. And also being sandwiched between Dixon Dixon and Arias and then the act that came afterwards. Yeah. That's a a difficult spot to be in. Agreed. Because you're not as, like, memorable in the Mm -hmm. judges' minds because you're sandwiched between two that were just... The two best of the night. Yeah, the two best of the night. And speaking of who was next, we had Ari and Vic the Prick. Guess we had Ari and a Prick. (laughs) <laughs> oh god here we go adultera filth and you you're adultera the divorce papers are in the mail oh bowman so let's try and look at this number without you being fuming i'm uh, leaving but you but your husband slash ex-husband i don't know god that marriage lasted a long the ring is in the bin it. Heartbroken. I've been crying myself to sleep in it. No, okay. I, I'm I'm joking. And people have made jokes about it all week yeah. and it's calm and it's funny. Oh, it's it's so funny. That they say, Oh, oh, he's cheating on you. And I'm like, No, no, no. Vic can play with his kittens. Mm-hmm. He has a lioness at home. Um be... just saying. And that is on what? Period, Period. tea. Period tea. Charlie accepts my wig. No, absolutely. Like, Vic is such a respectful and sweet individual. Oh, lovely. And was like, is, like, is it okay? I like, I don't want to be rude. I'm oh, like, bless him. I'm like, baby, you do what you have to to win. Yeah. And they absolutely did. Mm-hmm. Honest to God. No, oh, ew. honest to Satan. That's, That's better. One. Honest to Rory. Vic and Ari. 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 Ari Arschik. Ari Arschik. Why do I get it wrong every time? Vic and that very sexy woman. Very sexy, 
version of Bonnie. Oh. Because they were playing Bonnie, Bonnie and Clyde, Clyde, not Bonnie Love. No. Um, Although I wouldn't be surprised to see Bonnie Love in a bonk. Speaking of Bonnie, this might be controversial, but I do think that this number edged out Bonnie and Better Mercury's last year. Wow. I do Honestly, I do think it did. Oh, wow. That might be controversial. I mean, I, um, I, I've watched it... Was, it I've watched it back since, and edged maybe on. I would, you know what? I would say on par because I'm, I'm thinking back to Bonnie and Ben and Mercury's, and it was very good. Like the details in that were very good. Whereas this was more, this was an acting scene. Yeah, I, this was a this was full theater. This was theater. I Gladys literally said mm-hmm. it was theater. This this was art. It was perfection. Mm-hmm. I honestly cannot fault either of them. Neither. They were absolutely incredible and brought. Again, brought out the best in each mm-hmm. other. It but the was thing so is, fabulous. I could still see Ari and Vic in those characters, which yeah, was this is this is something really that I critiqued Ari on last week was mm-hmm. that I was seeing really good interpretations of a character, mm-hmm. but I wasn't seeing her behind it. Mm-hmm. Whereas this, I did see, and I think Ari in it did help bring that out. Oh yeah, sure. Vic is so good at doing a character like last week, but still seeing Vic in there, mm-hmm. and... so brought that out of. And also brought out the the fun and the filthy side. Mm-hmm. Because when I tell you that this number was complete and utter filth, I would yeah. expect to see this on OnlyFans. Probably. It was just, it was magnificent. And it brought us back to that testament of drag that people forget yeah. a lot of the time that drag is supposed to be filthy and rotten. Yeah. In I terms mean, of what you do in the numbers. Like you the... can still smell nice. Oh, God, yeah. Wash your fucking tights, girls. Please do. However, the ter- the content of the numbers, a lot of the time, is filth. It is yeah. filthy. Because it's supposed to be button-pushing mm-hmm. and transgressive. Yeah. That is what drag is. But, and it, we, we do have to contend a lot with a lot these days, and especially yeah. everything that's going on in the world, yeah, where absolutely. drag artists are being censored mm-hmm. and prosecuted and criminalised. Mm-hmm. But this perhaps isn't the time to talk about yeah. it, but we all know what's going on. Yeah. And if you don't, fucking look, do look and do some research because what is going on right now in the world with people criminalizing drag artists is not okay. Mm-hmm. Anyway, okay. moving on back to Vic and Ari. It was Ari. They literally told the. So I've only seen Bonnie and Clyde movie once or twice. With my mom. I love the movie. But from what I remember, they literally told an entire movie plotline story in And that minutes. serves people so well literally. in Idol. Mm-hmm. Honestly. I the mean, I, I did it Spider Man with mm-hmm. Final, Bonnie and Betty did Ben did it in Final as well, in the best number in Dragon history, which I think still stands. Like, it's it's really fucking good. Like it oh. I just can't say enough about it. Like yeah, the it was... gags were perfect and executed so well. Well, I couldn't see what was coming next. No, I couldn't. Guess I didn't what expect was it. So, Ari threw open her legs at mm. one point as. Uh, as I mean, if... beforehand she ran to the front of the stage and, and Vic... whipped her tits out. Oh yes! Oh, the tits were out and they were flying, and I was. And they were massive. Absolutely, fabulous. Yeah, and she threw open her legs. And Vic was performing. Vic swam. Orals. Vic swam breaststroke underneath that fucking skirt to get to that minge. And it was, <laughs> and it were fucking mint. I just snot rocketed. It. I'm so sorry. Oh girl, it's fine. It's been worse than this. On my hand, it's fine. Ew. 
just because we're talking about filth does not mean that you need to. Fair enough, sorry. But it was so good. Like, he pulled out knickers when he was performing I, At first, I thought it was a panty liner. I mean, that works too. That Yeah, it does work too. But it... Oh, Did this so gag amazing. where it was at the start of the number... Airy jumped on Vic's back, and mm-hmm. they had and they, were sh- they had sound bites guns. from uh, Pulp Fiction in there mm-hmm. from the robbery scene or the hold up scene in the restaurant mm-hmm. where they spun round and shot the gun. Mm-hmm. It, everything was just and going right down the, the details. details. Going right down the details at the start, Vic's fucking newspaper said like Drag Idol news or something. Bonnie and Clyde just Vic's attention to detail. Uh, it's unmatched. No disrespect to Ari, but Vic's attention to detail is so, so snatched and mm-hmm. so it's it's unmatched. Clean and I've not the I... first week he was walking around putting posters mm-hmm. of the Watchtower mm-hmm. from Back to the Future up in Switch. Yeah, why had no reason to do that. But did it anyway because the the details and Vic always says this and he's right. The devil. Is in the, the details. details. And as well, the behind the scenes as well, I believe for the past three weeks, he's brought snacks into the pig pen for everyone. Gentlemen. Like, me, me and Stacey were in the pig pen this week, watching the girls and that. And there were, he, he had, like, three like big share bags of sweets and just put them out on the table for everyone to snack on. He's, oh. No one was that nice, however. Do you know what? I'm just Us gonna, included. I'm just going to say it. Give him the fucking crown now. Just do it. I can honestly. And I've got. I've had a lot of messages this week already, talking about Vic, and mm-hmm. he is such a contender for the crown. I think he is the main. I mean, he's the he's the only one. I mean, four run with two wins so far, mm-hmm. and I've literally got best friends and a drag daughter in this competition, and I'm even saying, give him the fucking crown. Yeah, because he is so incredible, and absolutely, I can totally see the. The crown on Vic's head. Mm-hmm. However, the caliber is so strong mm-hmm. this year of Idol. Someone could edge him out. And I'm just going to say it, girl. This is controversial, especially considering that I was in 2022 of Drag Idol. Mm-hmm. I do think this year is stronger. It, it, yeah, it's topped up. I agree. I agree. Absolutely. In terms of we're three weeks in mm-hmm. and we've already seen. I think week three, they're already at our week five. Yeah, we've seen these impeccable numbers, but this is the thing with the quality. Because the our year was strong, mm-hmm. they've upped the game again. Yeah. And 2024, Christ, will. <sighs> Can we not? <laughs> will perhaps again up again, the ante? Top it, maybe. Because I remember saying this to you on. I think it was week one, and I just said, "How much better can they get?" Mm-hmm. I'm well, blo- maybe I... not week one, but maybe week two. Because <laughs> the perhaps, yeah, but so some duds in week one. But... <laughs> yeah, but in terms <laughs> of the good ones, yeah, oh, yeah, like like I said, they're already at our like week four, five level, and then it's only week three for them, and week four is going to be. It's... We'll get to it. Yeah, but to finish off on Viganari. Was it a clean sweep with standing ovations? Yeah, I believe so. everyone was on their feet. And I think if, even if it was a seated event, I think everyone would have gotten on their fucking feet as well. Yeah, Gladys Duffy said it. By the end of the number, you could hear a pin drop. Yeah, yeah, it was, I... when, it was when they died and they were on the floor. It was a split three seconds, but... The fact that Vic put a breath mint in his mouth before he kissed Aerie. Yeah. That is how much that man is a gentleman. Mm-hmm. And again, 
Like, even if he a didn't... A dirty man. Even if he didn't... A lying, on, cheating bastard. But... Even if he an, didn't sorry, gentleman. doing it for the number, it still worked. Like, oh... I just love him. He's mint. Literally. He's fucking mint. And Aerie was... Oh, a bit of Unquestionably an well. amazing like, scene partner. On, and as well, in the number as well, matched Vic's yeah. oh, le- ve- level. Yeah, Vic wasn't as amazing as Vic is. Vic wasn't overshadowing. Vic didn't overshadow him. It was totally 50-50. It looked like a... It literally looked like a duo. Rory said it. I would pay to see that shit. Yeah. Honestly, it reminded me of Bonnie and Ben. It yeah, looked like they'd been working that. together for years. It was really, really good. It was incredible. Stand ovation and... Just, I mean, we might as well get to it now. Best in show of the week, which means Deserved. two two wins for Vic. Um, first for Ari. First for Ari, Ari and Dildo's obviously got her win as well. So, like, they're technically the front runners, but just well done, guy. Honestly, incredible, incredible number. Yeah. Take me lashes off to the both of you. I'd fucking get out of drag for the both of you as fuck that. I hope you can get to Drag Idol uh, with your stuff in bin bags, Vic. Because they've all been hiding out the window. Literally, move on from because I think you're going to start throwing punches in a minute. <laughs> I'm just the messenger, no, I, fucking hell! I'm so incredibly proud yeah. of him. And he's so hardworking and so sweet and just amazing. And Ari, Ari, I'm so sorry, girl, I'll get your name wrong every Actually, time. you know what? Week four, let's go to when we're like, listen, we'll get, right, Ari, we're going to interview you on week four for the podcast. Mm-hmm. Tell us how to fucking pronounce your name, because I, I don't, I don't trust... But my brain just doesn't compute. I think it's because we we also used to saying Ari, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Quinn. For me, it's my mom. My mom's nickname is Ari. Right. Okay. My mom's name is Arizu, so it's, I'm just dumb. Yeah. So and her nickname's Ari. Um. So that's just like that's how I think about but it. But also, Ari. Um. I don't know you very well at all, but mm-hmm. I'm very proud of you as yeah, well, girl. Because yeah. you've really you've consistently upped your game. Mm-hmm. You've listened to critiques. And you should be very, very proud of yourself. Really good. And again, as well, just quickly on the looks as well. Oh, fabulous. Two the, the Bonnie number, oh. the Bonnie and Clyde, it was so... In terms of the look, it was so well done. It was so their interpretation, but it was, it was amazing. Yeah. They looked incredible. Just fucking... They just embodied those characters. I would pay to see a full Bonnie mm-hmm. and Clyde show. I could see the Vic. both of them going into the theatre. Yeah. After I, I could see a theatre show from them. Like I could see, I could see Airy in Panto, and I could see Vic in like theatre. Yeah, I could see that. Like, but like, like I could even see Vic in Pan- Panto, like just oh. Mm-hmm. Amazing. I feel, like, I feel like we need to stop wearing them as fucking hats. I know. Like, I know. We've sucked their asses too much oh, this week. Well, I mean, we've already sucked Vic's ass enough, but. <laughs> Amongst other things, dear. <laughs> oh, for the last time. You filth, dear filth. Right. So yeah, Vic and Ari, Ari, best in fucking show. Well done. Very close though, Dixon and Aria. Mm-hmm. Very close. Yeah. Uh, I think if I don't think it was deserving of a double win, no, but I think it, it, it was. It was, was. It was a really good second. Yeah, I think you could second in show. You could order the numbers this week, and I think the they can have the slightly. Less fancy rosette. Yeah. I think the, the order of best to worst well, best to worst, I mean like great to not as great was I think it was probably Vic and Airy, Dixon and Aria, uh Saturn and Dildo, Cherry and Ella, and then Costa and Ruby, I think were at the bottom of the pack. I so would very much three. agree with the order. Yeah. yeah. But again, it wasn't I don't it, think there was anyone bad. No, neither. I don't think there was a bad number in the bunch. Neither. Just the very best to the 
least best. Yeah, absolutely. And everyone should be proud of themselves as well. And as, as a stellar week, stellar, stellar week. I think one of the best weeks of Idol in a very long time. Mm-hmm. And being there as well was so electric all night because everyone was on the edge of their fucking metaphorical seats. My beloved drag child, Critical Darling, was keeping me very well posted mm, on all the, the goings on. Yeah, Critical was and in there. I was loving hearing all of the updates. I, I, was, I was sad that I wasn't there, but also. Someone had to hold the fort. Very that, and you held it very well. Thank you very much. So, like last year, there was a little twist with the bottom uh, situation. Oh, we never saw this coming. So, Ophelia announced on the mic that three teams were automatically through, Mm -hmm. obviously. And that was Vic and Airy, Aria and Dixon. And then it was a toss-up between, I'm going to say probably, Cherry and Ella and Saturn and Dildo. Yeah, I feel like Satin and Dillo just they, edged them yeah, out. Yeah, they edged them out a bit. It's they comparing apples through. to oranges. The numbers were so different. God. Satin and Dildo just edged Cherry and Ella out for the safe spot, which meant the bottom two teams were Ruby's Cost a lot and Ella a lot of cherries. Yeah. Which was hard to say because I am extremely close with Costa and obviously cherry is like this is the thing when i was i knew the results by the time i watched the performances but Mm -hmm. i didn't want to see any of them go neither did i and it's the judges are in a fucking tough spot i'd hate to judge this yeah it's so hard like they're all so good Mm -hmm. very very good but you know someone has to go it's a competition yeah it's how they cut your crumbles so like last year we had some lip sync battles we did which i love watching but being a part of, I can only imagine, is the most stressful fucking thing. Oh, yeah. I've been ever. there, and yeah. my arsehole felt like I was going to fall out. Yeah. And, I mean, it might have. In the, well, we'll get to it. Yeah. We'll get to it. Uh, so, Chris came out with a bag, and mm. they had to choose a song each. He loves a carrier bag. He loves that a carrier man. bag. Loves so, a carrier so bag. I thought, to be fair, I love a bag for life. A bag for life, though, but he had a fucking carrier bag. Oh, or true. a bin bag at one point. Right. Yeah, most likely. It is. Like, is he pulling my drag out of there? It is Switch. It's not the highest budget in the world. (laughs) So, Costa pulled out Rain on Me by Gaga, which was used last year. It was, yeah. Interesting choice considering. Switched it up a little bit. Seems, I don't want to say lazy, but yeah, a bit lazy. Yeah. Like, come on. So many, like, imagine if he brought out another Gaga song. Another Gaga song. Like, even born this way, Edge of Glory. It's like we're not in the days of CDs. Or even something that's popular at the minute about Damn Time, Break My Soul. Yeah. Like, imagine, like, something like that. Oh, well. And then... Still a good song. Ella pulled out Lady Lady Marmalade. And Cherry was very... I think the girl... They, they were all very happy with their song choice, except Costa. Costa hates that song, I think. Not hates it, but I, I, she, did, she doesn't buy with it, I don't think. Yeah. And again, it was used last year, so, like, how can you... That's a topic. I mean, so first up was Costa and Ruby lip syncing. I both really great. They f- also, I just want to say all four of them fought so hard for this, and it was so good to see. Yeah, like they all care so much. I feel like Costa was holding back a little bit in the first lip sync. Maybe. I mean, uh, we will say I don't know well. whether that's because she didn't like the song. Maybe, but also they did it di- a little bit different to our year. So you only got rid of one contestant this week, whereas la- last year they got rid of two. So the two losers of the lip syncs had a lip sync against each other and whoever lost that went home. Mm-hmm. So maybe she held back because she didn't want to give it all 100%. Yeah. Just in case she had a lip sync again. But uh, I think it was very split 
very evenly split. I mean, my my point of view, I, I saw them. I kind of, I couldn't yeah, it, really choose. It probably translated better in the room than it did mm-hmm. on the video. Yeah. In terms of like who was doing better. Yeah. If it was up to me, I, I would have given it to Costa. Yeah. Because she had choreo, she had the words down, and also I just want to say the editing of the music was. It was choppy. I don't even know. Chris, next year if you do lip syncs, if you want me to edit the music for you, I will happily do it. Um, just make sure I win all stars whenever you do But it was, yeah, it was very, because there was multiple times at the end of the song, well, towards the end of the song, where both girls pulled like a, a pause to end in. Mm. The music kept going and they were like, oh shit. And then it did it again. Oh shit. And then it was the end. This is the it was very part weird. and parcel of not knowing what's necessarily coming in terms of the song or how it's edited because yeah. i remember feeling that last year i didn't know when the song was going to end started right in the middle didn't it? yeah so you just had to sort of just go with it yeah but they both did very well ruby won the lip sync because mm-hmm. each judge got to save someone three said ruby one said and plastic said costa so that meant costa was moving on to the second lip sync mm-hmm. then it was cherry and ella I've just gotten tingles just saying that because, oh my God. This is kind of, this isn't what Cherry's been waiting for. Mm-hmm. This is what Cherry needed. Yeah. Cherry's been waiting to just kind of just lip sync a fucking song. And unleash a bit. And, and my God, she did. So I was outside when Cherry got told she had to lip sync. So when Cherry realised she was most likely going to be at the bottom and have to lip sync, we were outside and I could see a little bit of hesitation on her face mm-hmm. either saying i'm not gonna lip sync or i'm gonna hold back and i know cherry well enough now to the bar i'm like i know what she's thinking yeah well most of the time anyway and i kind of just have my hand on her name and i literally i just said to her eat fight fucking fight i said she's got so much more to fucking show what she does mm-hmm. and she went out there and she did me fucking proud like oh my god i literally i was crying again like it was so good like she just plastic said it perfectly she just came alive Mm -hmm. in that as she does she did nearly all of her moves the handstand into a split the like what is it the 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 handstand into like a like a roll on the floor and like just amazing like amazing I will say as well, the rap came on, Lil' Kim's rap. Yeah. None of them, neither of them knew it. However, I'm just going to put it out there that had that been me, I would have ate that rap up. Oh, me, I oh, me too. That song. I love that Like, great song. I know, I know every, every fucking word. That was one of my little songs that I used to love. I would have been the smug bitch that would have walked to the front of the stage, pointed at my mouth. And, and just every single yeah, word. Every yeah. syllable. Like, when I was a kid, it was that bad romance. They were songs that I'd literally lip When you were a kid, Bad Romance was well, your when song. Did that, when did that come out? Like 2009. 2009. 10, I 2009 think. or 10. Yeah, I was seven or eight. I'm just going to leave. <laughs> anyway, moving on. I, again, I was watching that from home mm-hmm. and I was on my housemate Stacey was like are you okay and I was on the edge of my seat tapping my knees and yeah. I was just like go on girl, go on girl. Yeah. And as much as I love Ella you know, that family bond yeah. is going to come out and oh, kind of root for you. Yeah. 
I was rooting for my niece, mm-hmm. and I was just like, she's gone, she's gone, she's gone, she's gone. She, like, I think a lot of people in the room... I would like to limit that to one or two turns on stage, yeah. but I think that's a confidence thing. Absolutely. Again, yeah. those shades of lack of confidence came out a little bit, Yeah. but overall, she ate that lipstick up, and I'm very yeah. proud of her. And as well, I know Ella as well, and during the lip sync, I, I was cheering mainly for cherry as you would yeah. but i was also like come on girls because yeah i will say unfortunately ella did leave us this week however that girl fucking fought she did both lip sync she did i've not seen someone fight like that in a very she, long time you could really tell that she wanted to be there mm-hmm. and wanted to fight for her place in the competition she went against two incredible lip singers as well yeah with, with a lot and cherry with, i mean in terms of costa a lot more experience cherry has mm-hmm. a similar if yeah, I would say Costa's a better verbal lip singer, whereas Cherry's a better performer. Yeah, but a better mover. Mover, yeah, that's the one. And But Cherry kind of annihilated that lip sync. She did. She was the only one this week to get a clean sweep of her name mm-hmm. in for the judges. Ro- Ophelia went, Rory, who are you saving? Rory just went, Cherry. There was no... Mm, it was literally just no Cherry. Yeah. And a lot of them did that as well and she should be really fucking proud of herself and and a lot of us as well after the after the after the night after the week went up to cherry and was like we're kind of glad that you were in the bottom because we just were glad to see her perform because it is such a fucking pleasure to watch cherry perform cherry would be the one that really unleashes on the boulevard stage oh she'd bring my god she'd use every inch of that stage and She'd be climbing on the rafters, changing light bulbs. Bully. She'd be coming down. Foreshadowing. <laughs> I didn't even mean to do that, but there we go. Yeah. Like, me and Cherry have had chats about what she would do if she makes it to the final. And hook me if she makes it to that final. She's going in. I can't wait. Fingers Just... crossed we'll get to see it. Yeah, absolutely. So the second lip sync was Ally versus Costa. Yeah. Two proud... To rolling on the river by Proud Mary. DJ, can we have rolling on the river? When I tell you that I fucking hate that song now, I love the song. Listening to it multiple times. That's not the one I get asked for a lot. The one I get asked for most is probably Cotton Eye Joe. And this fucking song is like enough. I I don't even. I want to know what triggers that like hormone in a woman. That makes them go feral when all they hear is, damn it, damn it. <laughs> it's just like, literally, like the amount. Of, do you know that scene in fucking what do you call it, Toy Story, when the, when the kids come in from playing outside? It's Toy Story three, and they come in and they start literally smashing the toys off the floor, oh, and they're going much. and they're going feral. Too much. That is literally what they're like. They pick up those prosecco glasses, smash it off the floor. Ah! Yeah! Ah! Oh, it's fucking. Mm. Enough about the song, uh, and more about the lip sync. What did you think? I thought it was very good. I agree. I think the girls were giving a lot more than that first lip sync, mm-hmm. because this was kind of like their this, last this chance. The thing, yeah. Costa, I saw all of the Costa flavour that I needed. Mm-hmm. I saw she, all the House of Love choreo. It was full choreo, camp. it was full Costa, and mm-hmm. I was living. And... My eyes were going to cost her more. Mm-hmm. However, what I will say is when I was looking to Ella, she was doing that kid was giving you everything yeah. she had. Mm-hmm. And I take my fucking lashes off to her uh-huh. because, yeah. 
I don't think she's down on herself either. I think she's really no, proud she's, of what she has done. no reason to no, be not at all. for such a. This is the thing, Ella. You are going to be a joy to watch grow, grow, and in the next year, I can't wait to see mm-hmm. what you do because if you put the work in, you're going to get so much out of it. Mm-hmm. Put that work in, you'll be unstoppable mm-hmm. because I can see that you're a hard worker. And that you want it so so passionate about so it. passionate about it so passionate about the competition but that will also translate into a passion for drag mm-hmm. and i really can't wait to see her progress and she's such a lovely kid yeah is a dance teacher as well yeah yeah very she much does. like cherry yeah so yeah i i think she's an amazing kid and i can't mm-hmm. wait to see her journey uh, and now your idol's beyond over as well drag idol because drag idol isn't the be all no it's absolutely not Come to open drag. Please do. Literally, Would love to have you there. It's every two weeks. Like you could but that's where you can perfect your craft. Yeah, absolutely. It's where we put me and you both yeah. perfected our craft and how we've gotten as good as we've gotten. Not to like lip me on us, but like like we've we've no, kind of where credit's due. We've like, we both so worked hard. hard. And I think open drag is the perfect environment for Ella as well. Because not only is it people that she's been in idol with and has gotten close with, as like Costa, Ella, people mm-hmm. like that. But also, like, it's such a loving crowd where you can literally do whatever the fuck you want to do. And there's no critiques, no nothing. But you still learn and you still progress because mm-hmm. you can watch yourself back in people's videos that they get of you and be like, oh, I could maybe change that. Oh, I could do this better. Or maybe that's a little bit too much. Do you know, like, yeah. anything. It's such a learning curve. And it's, yeah, just, oh, I really like the girl. I yeah. really like the girl. Great. Great, At first, great, great. I was like, I don't know if I vibe. Like, week one, I was like, mm. I don't know if I'm... She's... I don't know if she's my cup of tea, but she's my cup of tea with two sugars in it. Like, do you know what, love? You're my cup of tea with a fucking pack of fucking sugar in now. Like, I love her. She's a lovely girl. Lovely girl. And, uh, again, I think is one to watch beyond the competition in terms of how they're going to progress. Yeah. And I'm, I'm excited to see what she does. Makes and also, sense. she can always come back if she wants to. Yeah. If Drag Idol is something that she wants to give another go, mm-hmm. there's always next year. Yeah. And much like Costa did, I would be excited to see, much like Dildo has, I would be excited mm-hmm. to see what she brings back to it. Because this is about the time when Dildo left our, left our competition. Yeah. And, and then came back and, like, obviously Ella's left in a different circumstance, but she could still come back and fucking... Honestly, she could come back and eat. Like, I really think she could. So, that was this week. Next week, mm-hmm. there's another guest judge. Yes. We've got the gorgeous Frida Safik, our 2020-21 winner. Uh, I'm very excited to see that, because she judged Vam, didn't she? She did, yes. One week. She judged my uh, Lovely. week three, it was space week. Yeah, a bad number in space. So, How dare you? I... It's, it was so funny. I have it on good authority that I was the top of that week. Oh, you don't mean me? I mean Jaina. Oh, oh, bless her heart, yes. No, Jaina, we love you, you're our sis, but yeah, that number was shit. It was a bad number <laughs> in space. Do you know what I think about? I kind of want a kebab. Ew, no. Do you know what I do you know? No, what? I kind of bear it. Oh, I'm common muck like that. I fucking love it, mate. I'm Tup, common as muck. Tub of garlic sauce. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, fuck. So... Frida Safik is judging next week, obviously with Penny, Rory, and Plastic. Has a lot of valuable information to share with competitors. Mm-hmm, 100%. And a good point of view mm-hmm. on drag. Yeah, absolutely. The theme also is fucking evil. So they've combined two themes again. Uh-huh. Prop like, week. 
and, and Light Week. Week. Like they did an hour, yeah. But for week four with nine of them... I know, it's a lot, isn't it? I'd just like to apologise for everyone. Next week is going to be a fucking long one again. Ugh, God. It's going to be a lot. That editing process is going to be vile. Terrible. But should we go over everyone's props that they've got? Mm-hmm. I can't remember some of them, but... <laughs> Uh, Chris brought out one of those little carry oh, bags that he loves. Triggered, deary, triggered. Literally, it was. So I felt cool. sick. Yeah, and I knew something was coming. Yeah, I knew something was coming. So it's like, it's like one trigger will make after another fear, and I know not the one. Oh, See, this is the thing. I I kind of in one way, I kind of wish that I'd done drag idol this year mm. because I feel at a point in my drag now where I would have smashed it. Oh, you would have eaten this year. However, I'm so glad that I did it last year because mm. it's giving me given me the amazing trajectory that I've had. Yeah. And I don't think without Idol that I would have grown as fast as I have. But yeah, it, you would still would have grown, but not as It not was as the best boot camp. Yeah. It was the best mm -hmm. start and the best spring ball. I think it allowed you to do so well in Van as well. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So first up, Aria. Oh, fucking bless her. Aria got a cowboy hat. She could always do Jesse. That would be funny. <laughs> that would be funny, yeah. Just part two. <laughs> I've said to her, I was like, you could start out with... Finding out that Buzz is gay, not Buzz. Woody's Woody. Gay. <laughs> that would be funny, yeah. I mean, by the, by the time... I know, by the time this comes out, she'll have the number and have it right. That's funny, yeah. Uh, Dildo has an Easter bucket, which I think is interesting. It's a, yeah, inter it's a... I mean, the most of the props are shit, but it's yeah. it's about what you do with it, isn't and it? With and with Dildo's creative, Dildo's creative twisted mind, she'll think of something insane mind. She's going to think of something, I'm sure, psychotic. Most likely. Costa has a little picker. Again, a shit prop, yeah. but I'm sure that Costa will come up with something brilliant. Oh, yeah. The props were kind of, not obvious, but like, they were easier to work with, whereas this year they're really fucking weird. I'm sorry. Props well, our yeah were well, easy to work with. Well, most of them. <laughs> most of them, yes. There's always every Unless year. Unless you're me or lavender. Every year there's a fuck over prop. Yes, absolutely. every year. So Costa has a little picker. Aerie has a monkey. But it, I think it's a on the video it looks like a monkey onesie. Yeah. I think it's quite I mean, funny. I would quite like a live monkey, just you know, a, yeah. a feral Oh the monkey from Pirates of the Monkey Caribbean. with rabies, Jack. Oh Thank you, Jack. Thank you, Jack. Is this the week of the impressions? Probably. <laughs> Ruby oh, she has... could do Pirates of the Caribbean number. That would be camp. Yeah. Ruby has a teddy bear, but it's a teddy bear in a cage, in a bird cage. Okay, that could lend itself to many different things. Mm -hmm. I think something. Quite, I would lean into that. I would lean into quite something dark positive. and twisted. You know and what? I would really would like really to camp. see something from uh, Ruby like that. I would mm -hmm. like to see Ruby's darker side. Yeah. Like, something really fucked up and twisted. I'd really enjoy it. So then, Saturn got a candy cane, but it's like one of those lollipop candy canes. Yeah, they pulled that out, and I was like, that ain't a candy cane! No, it's like it's like a lollipop. It's like, that's a lollipop with, with a peppermint swirl on it. Yeah. But whatever. <laughs> just, again, quite a bit you can do with that. Yeah, um, and I'm sure Costa will come up again. Probably not going to happen, but I would love to see sort of like a lollipop guild mm -hmm. thing from Wizard of Oz. If I, if I had that, I would have done like a Wreck-It Ralph number, like a Penelope Von Schweetz number. 
I've never seen Wreck It Ralph. Really? No, oh, I have not. I'm sorry. It's really good. It's really good. Like, I don't really vibe with the newer Disney and Pixar stuff. It came out quite a, quite a while ago. Before. Like, good five to ten years ago. Is it that long ago? Eight, oh, yeah. A while ago. Oh, I mean, Wreck It Ralph 2 has come out, but, you know, it's, yeah, it's, it's still quite an old one. Probably still will watch it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Vic got some flower garlands, I believe. So I'm... Flower very, garlands, um, like, that you put around your neck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm immediately thinking, like, Hawaiian surfer douchebag. So I spoke to Vic, and one of the numbers that uh, threw his way was, like, a holiday maker thing. Oh, my God, Benidorm. Be- like a Benidorm vibe. But Stop then I it. also... If he comes out as, uh, what's his face? What's the fit one called? Tanned. Mateo. Oh, imagine. Would all be uh, wet in the floor, yeah. Literally wet floor signs everywhere. But I also suggested... Oh, <laughs> A Tory politician on an undeserved holiday on the taxpayer's dime. That's fucking so, funny, though. Um, again, I'm really excited. I mean, he'll pull out the bag. He, he will. It does. will be amazing because yeah. it's Vic. Of course, it will be amazing. Absolutely. Dixon got some bread buns. Again, Dixon's the one for me that you could literally give them any prop. They're expired. Of course, of course. They ain't going to buy like, fresh They're probably downstairs and switch for fucking years. But yeah, bread Either that or some money and getting that, getting that supper. <laughs> but yeah, very that. Here, Rory, give us them fucking but MS buns. Dixon for me is the one that you could literally give any prop and they'd yeah. turn something Did make hilarious out of it. Dixon would probably make a dress out of the buns. Camp. Diva. Or make Camp. a bra out of them or something. A bun on each tit and then a bun on each, each arse cheek. Mm-hmm. Camp. Eat my buns. Stupid slut. Stupid slut. <laughs> and then finally, Cherry unfortunately uh-huh. got this year's bike. The booby trap. However, trap prop. It's not as big of a fuck over as you think it, it they think it is. Um, because her ideas for this week. So mine was the width of the stage. Hers is the length of the fucking the height of the stage. Yeah. Very that. So Cherry got a ladder, and I don't mean one of those straight wooden ladders. I mean, so a, when a, someone a I think it was Brit told one. me, Critical told me what prop Cherry had been mm. given, and I was like, "What step ladder?" Mm. And Crit said, "No, a full on ladder." And I was like, "You're taking the fucking piss. Okay. It's a family curse, Layla. It's mm. a family curse." Yeah. Next year, if Critical does it, I can guarantee because I said this on Facebook, I can guarantee the Critical's going to get a chainsaw oh, or a treadmill oh, or a double decker bus. Crit's prop is probably end up being fucking pure gym. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, your prop is pure gym. Or like I say, a live goat and Crit would probably just sacrifice it on stage. Um, Satanic, but also Crit loves animals, so no, that no. But yeah, uh, it seems like a big fuck over. However, Cherry has handled it extremely well. Took it in good humour. And I'm happy to say as well, she's actually excited about this number. Good. So, and honest, and this isn't me just like, you know, looking up her ass, being like a mother. I honestly think that this number that she's put together for this ladder... I think they need to take into consideration as well how hard the prop is, which they yeah. thought, which, which annoyingly they didn't do for you. You see, during my critiques with the prop, which was, I'm sure as everyone knows, it was a bike and not a, not like a little tricycle. No, it was a full on fucking BMX. Yeah, not the one. And the judges did take into consideration when they were giving my me my critiques. They were like. 
your back was kind of up against a wall. Mm-hmm. What could you do? Yeah. They said I couldn't have done any more with yeah. the bike, except Rusty said because I was a gymnastics teacher, I could have done some gymnastics tricks on a bike. And I was like, yeah. I was like, maybe, maybe, maybe I had some stabilizers, I but like, really? I don't know. It's like, I would like to be able to, you know, walk, walk and not break both my kneecaps and my yeah. ankles and my legs. Yeah, very that. But uh, no, Cherry's very excited about this number. It's fucking stupid. Of it's course. so fucking funny. I'm going to tell her to send you it. They, oh, I'm very excited. It's going to be good. But yeah live week as well uh-huh it's so a challenge they've, they've got to do three minutes performances obviously as usual and then two minutes on the microphone no music in the background no nothing no just, just... you and a microphone what you yeah. choose to do with that time is mm-hmm. completely up to you we both took very different approaches. yeah i did a i did a role you did a roast i did a game a game and which worked very well actually yeah so games and quizzes and stuff like that can work very well if you're not as confident on a microphone. Yeah. However, it can also be seen as a crutch. So mm-hmm. you're using it to sort of just get yourself through it. Yeah. It depends how well you carry yourself and how funny you are. Because really what the judges want is something funny. Because yours, it wasn't just a game. You had banter at the start as well and funny banter as well. Yeah. And for that being your first time with a microphone in your hand, really fucking good as it was it was mine as well but i had uh some cards with me for like a script and you know that a that will be said the judges don't mind that they don't mind cards because so, they'd rather you have a skeleton that you've gone off of than you literally forget yeah. your entire rory thing. always says there's nothing worse than hearing someone on the microphone go oh, um, um, which is why we cut half of it out of this podcast literally yeah <laughs> half the battle dear literally me with like and you with M. With M, exactly. It's going to be an interesting week. It's going to be a long week. I can imagine everyone's really stressed in the competition. But just soak up this opportunity to work with the microphone. Absolutely. Because if you want to work in drag, mm-hmm. then you're going to have to be able to talk on a microphone. At least at some point. Even if it's after a performance that you do and the and the host is like, how do you feel? Like, oh, like, how you do it? Like, you need to have some kind of rapper, do you know what I mean? The best advice that rapport, I could rapport. give... Yeah, rapport. Yeah. The best advice I could give to anyone who hasn't worked with a microphone is remove yourself kind of from the crowd. Yeah. Don't think of that. It sounds bad, but don't think of them as such. Mm-hmm. Just keep it between you and the judges yeah. or you pick one person so i think it might have been ray actually mm-hmm. who was in the crowd live week and i was looking yeah to ray yeah because i was like there's friendly face mm-hmm. i'm gonna focus on them and it helped alleviate the nerves yeah absolutely and when i wasn't doing that i was talking to the judges yeah for me yeah. it was the judges because i knew plastic and obviously the week before week, week uh, prior i'd not gotten quite close to rory but I'd had conversations with her where I felt comfortable around her, as well as Penny as well. And, you know, I, the the judges genuinely have a sense of warmth about them. They really they do. do. They They're do. not as cold or scary as you think they are. Yeah. They're really, like, they want the best for you, genuinely. Absolutely. And what I will say is two minutes on a microphone or two and a half minutes or three minutes mm-hmm. or whatever it is this year, 
it goes a lot quicker than you think. Oh, like that. It flies over. I, le- I forgot, I, I've not forgot, but I left out half my script because it was, I ran out of time. And sometimes things happen, the sound system might not work, do what Layla did and make a joke out mm-hmm. of it, or just keep going. I do but not think point... how is transphobic, I'd just like to put that out there. I don't think anyone thinks that. But bullet point things like you say, have a skeleton, mm-hmm. but don't script things because no. then you're in danger of forgetting everything. Because then it comes across as like, forced. forced and you want it to be as casual and as chill as possible. So but... I'm really excited to see live week and prop week. Like mm-hmm. I say, I, I wasn't able to make it this week mm-hmm. uh, with having my Bobby's debut, but I'm really excited for yeah. this week. Early as well, because our year it was big semi-finals. This is mm-hmm. the quarterfinals and it's Come they're, early. they're throwing some heavy challenges mm-hmm. that way this early on. And just real quick, what do you think week five is going to be? What do you think semi-final? Do you think we're going to get Disney week? I I don't think they're going to do Disney week. I don't think they should do Disney week either because there's already been so many Disney-esque performances mm. with the Toy Story, with Corella. I don't even think they should do movies or something. I think it should be like either a brand new thing that they've never done yeah. or a real throwback thing. Like, I would love to see Fab on a Fiver. Yeah, that'd be kind of... I would love to see Fab on a Fiver. Although it's not as integral to, like, drag nowadays, because drag is... You can buy drag kind of anywhere, Amazon, this, anything there. Mm. Whereas back then, you couldn't really. So that you had to yeah. make a lot of the stuff. As a, as someone who makes their own outfits and stuff, I would love to see, like, a Fab on a Fiver thing. But if they didn't do something like that, I think a talent show could be quite interesting. That would, I, I don't know if it was you who said <laughs> that, but I'm sure someone else said that to me when I, we were in pink rooms after. No, I don't think it was me. Someone said, no, it was Keely. It was oh, Keely's right. in love. Keely's in love said to me, a good challenge would be a talent show. And I was like, mm-hmm. you are so right. Absolutely. Show them the best, even though you kind of do that in the final, mm-hmm. it would be nice for the ones who don't make it to the final to mm-hmm. show the very best of what they do. Yeah, absolutely. And I think as well, in the final, it's a whole new ballgame. Absolutely. Because you've got a 20-foot screen to work with, you've got a massive fucking stage, you've got light and tech that you can choose from, you get longer numbers, it's a whole new ballgame. Whereas, still in Switch, you're still limited, so you like, so you need to do as, as much as you can with such a short amount of time and space. Yeah. But I think... I think that could be cool. What, what kind of thing? What, what would you want to say? I honestly don't know. But then, yeah, that idea. I'd be quite happy. To, I mean, I love Disney Week. Mm-hmm. It was my favourite performance to do an idol. Mm, I, yeah, mine too. Uh, it is. And it's such a classic mm-hmm. idol theme. But I do see what you're saying with having already seen because they've, Disney Because they've already done four things from, last, from our year. Yeah. And there was only five weeks. And the only thing that they haven't done from our year was... Disney Week so far, and if they do Disney Week, it's it's kind of a repeat of themes from last year. And yeah. I think they need to switch it up a little bit. Yeah, I I, I could see something being thrown into the works differently yeah. this year, but I'm excited to see whatever. Me it too. Is. I'm hoping for five on a fiver. I really fingers am. crossed. I really am. I still agree with what I said last year. Uh, not last year, last week. I want a boxing match. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, I just I, want to see I'm all good. of these drag artists laying into each other, kicking mm-hmm. seven shades of shit out of each other. I want to watch Saturn and Cherry in the ring going mm-hmm. for it. Who would you, just real quick, who would you put a bet on? If it, if, it was a, if it was a boxing match of all the contestants that are still left, mm-hmm. who would come out victorious in a boxing match? <clears throat> and who I'd pick straight away. 
Who are you picking? Sat Naddy. <laughs> She'd kick the fuck out all of them. Love the girl. Fucking Love them. I was going to say Sat, but I was also like... Sat's real know. scrappy. Oh, and they know that. Horribly, yeah. I ain't spilling any tea. They know that. Sat and Ding Ding, you win. But uh, good week this week. Really good week really this good. week. Really intense, but fucking so entertaining. And I'm sure we'll see the same again next week. I think so too. Well, shall we sign off, my love? I think so. Well, thanks again, everyone, for joining us. If you're still with us, we hope so. And thanks again for all the love and support. Always. And we hope you join us again next time. Out, out of the, the rain, rain and onto the brolly. Bye, Bye guys.